Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. I'm David Reed. I'm Eleanor Morton. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world and puzzled the minds of the very best. Today we bring you closure. David, you have a mystery for us. Yes, I have a mystery. Uh, I have an incident. Ooh. Uh, that's that's the that official it's title, I think. Yes. I am bringing so, to you the Dyatlov Pass incident. Oh. I'm glad you said it. Yeah, I've no idea how you pronounce it. It I sounded right. Dyatlov? Dyatlov! 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 I'll be doing some uh, deeply uh, culturally sensitive accents throughout <laughs> this. Right, Russians don't listen to things. <laughs> <laughs> um, Only with spy cameras that's right yeah. you listen with spy cameras i don't know is there a word bugs bugs bugs, bugs. the tv series yeah with yeah. craig mclaughlin craig mclaughlin and the woman from the bill yeah. and the man from uh el dorado uncle oh yeah, yeah. I'm right. jesse birdsell yeah it was the avengers assemble of its day it was wasn't it <laughs> yeah um so this is uh, the the Dyatlov pass incident so, uh, picture the scene, okay. if you will. Yeah. The Soviet Union. Oh. 1959. Oh. So, uh... Stalin's dead. Stalin's dead. Because uh, I watched the death of Stalin. That's right. What year was that? 1953, I think. Right, okay. So, we're talking latter-day Soviet Union. Yes. Mm. Yes. Um, we're east of the Urals. So if you if you understand your Russian geography... No, where are the Urals? Or the Urals are the mountain region that basically... Uh, are the end of Europe, the beginning oh, of Asia. Okay. Right. And all of Russian money and civilization is is west yep. of the Urals mm. and then east of it is just desolate wasteland <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. That's always what I picture when I when I look at the world map. Yeah. I just like nothing right. for a big mm. chunk of the world. Wolves. Wolves Sib- Siberia. Wolves. If the Urals collapsed, just Europe would be overtaken by wolves <laughs> overnight. I bet there's a Starbucks there. It probably is. Every every couple of meters there's yeah. a Starbucks. <laughs> 
Staffed by one furious Russian. <laughs> At least he's warm. Yeah. And he still somehow ran out of pumpkin spice latte. That's right. Never got it in. The mm. van should have arrived this morning, <laughs> but there's no roads. <laughs> um, so, a group of, of experienced ski hikers. That's a thing in Russia, apparently. Okay. Ski hikers. Um, they're attempting an expedition to reach a mountain called uh, Ototon, uh, which is in the northern Ural. Right. So they're, they're, that's their their goal. They just want to get up a big mountain and then go mm. back. But these these are like they they've got the highest qualification of ski hiking oh. you can in Russia in the late nineteen fifties. I think it was grade three. It didn't go up very high. Black ski. Black ski hikers. Have you? Yeah. They can go up and down black slopes. Wow. Are either of you skiers of any skill? I no. used to ski at Harrogate Dry Ski Slope Fun. on a Saturday Fun. until they closed it, uh. and then I had to stop. I've never done it. I've I... never skied on snow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've never. There was one at Hill End, and my brother and sister went to that in Edinburgh. Right. But that was dry. That was dry as well. So well, I have been pieced a few times. Hey, I would That's like to go on the lift. The would lift's you? fun. Yeah. The Harrogate one didn't have a, a chair lift. It had just a, a, a sort of coarse nylon rope Ooh. around a pulley at the top and bottom that just kept going round and round, and you had to position yourself and then just latch on and suddenly get yanked <laughs> up the hill I've been uh, on so the you chairlift. needed a good good pair of gloves yeah i've been on the chairlift at the isle of wight right same sort of thing right that's There's like a chairlift at the isle of i always assume the isle of wight's flat oh no it's oh, got well. the needles and the cliffs oh i'm embarrassed and the chairlift goes over the cliffs and down it in sounds my, like we need a, a business outing to the isle of wight in my head britain just gets flatter the further down you go I'm, yeah, yeah i mean it probably does it yorkshire's quite flat though but the is isle it? of wight yeah. is an island yeah, no, I'm aware. I'm aware of that, but it's yeah. quite close to the mainland. You can't deny. No, it's very close. Yeah, you but island, islands usually start quite pointy under the water in order to reach the surface. Oh, no, yeah. it's true. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so experienced mm. ski hikers—they're yeah. going to a Torton uh, mountain. So uh, there's ten hikers. Most of them are uh, students from the Urals Polytechnic Institute, mm. um, which uh, sounds fun. It's wonderful. And they set out on the 27th of January, 1959, and they're led by a man called Igor Dyatlov, after whom the pass is now named. Oh. Portentous. Ooh. I was going to say, there's only two reasons why you get a pass named after you, and it's either good or it's bad. You invent a pass. <laughs> I'm guessing it's good in this instance. Okay. Well, you'll, you'll see, John, no spoilers. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> after only one day's trek... Uh, in the northern Urals, one of the hikers, uh, Yori Yemim, Yefimovich Yudin, very pronunciation good, is good. perfect. I'm going to say, flawless. Um, he suffers from rheumatism and a congenital heart defect. How and he old start, is he? I, they're all in their twenties. <laughs> right. um, Hard living out yeah, there. Yeah, and he's got a, He gets knee pain and joint pain, oh. and he's like, guys, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to go back. That sounds like me, actually. So mm. the ten is down to nine after one day, and he turns out to be the lucky one. Oh. Because we know that five days into the trek, they attempt to move through the now infamous pass. Right. What is now called Dietlov Pass. Was, what was it called, anything at the time? Well, it doesn't really have a name, but it's named after the mountain that is coming right. up. Uh, so snowstorms reduce their, uh, uh, their visibility as they're moving through this pass. And so instead of moving along the pass as they intended, mm. they start to accidentally climb the slope of... Kolatsiakl, which the indigenous uh, call Dead Mountain. Oh. And that's an ironic name, I assume. 
Uh, what, because it's so abundant with life? Yeah, yeah. I do not believe so. No, I believe, I believe the locals are like, Dead Mountain? No, we don't go to Dead Mountain. Very straightforward people. They don't go in for wordplay. Or... So they've started to climb the slopes of Dead Mountain. And uh, from that point, the expedition never returned. <gasps> now, their families, after uh, days when they were expecting to hear from them, they were going to send a telegram when they got back to the nearest town to where they started off. Mm -hmm. um, they contact the Urals Polytechnic and demand a rescue operation is uh, the way. And they, they do that. They send more students <laughs> to Dead Mountain oh God. in order to find the first students. Eventually, uh, the Soviet police and military are in get involved with helicopters and everything looking for what's happened to these guys. Now they eventually find Dyatlov's expedition. And they'd made camp on the slopes of Dead Mountain. Um, but their tent, they find, has been ripped in half Ooh. and abandoned. But this is when it starts to get weird. Nine sets of footprints, so the full complement, mm -hmm. um, lead away from the tent towards the woods, um, a, about a mile away, down the slope. Um, all of them either barefoot in their socks oh. or with only one boot on. Oh, goodness me. One yes. boot. All of their boots and gear and everything is still in the tent. So, um, so already, like, what, what this, this is not sensible behavior. No. Seemingly. Could have been like a freshers thing. Well, they, they, well that is one theory. Um, like a dare. It, dare, mm. th but there's only one bottle of medicinal alcohol oh. and it's not been touched. Wow. So it's not a drunken no. dare, run to the forest and back <laughs> kind of a thing. Now, the, the first two bodies they found of the nine uh, were frozen to death under a cedar tree on the tree line of the woods. They'd made it to the woods okay. and they'd attempted to make a small fire, but being in the Urals, mm. shirtless and in their underwear. Oh, saucy. They, they, didn't, they didn't even have their full gear on. Uh, they obviously succumbed to hypothermia, as you would. Yeah. To me, the small fire got, is really clutching at straws. I bet they yeah. just got the fire going as well. Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling a bit of a difference. <laughs> oh, you're dead. Yeah. Um, then between the trees and the tent, they then found another three bodies, all of them had succumbed to hypothermia and were poorly dressed and without shoes and were seemingly trying to make their way back to the tent to find their clothes. By the way, we're not judging them by saying they're poorly dressed. No. We're not saying no, that. it's not a fashion statement. No, no, lack no. of clothes, not, not bad clothes. Yeah, yeah, there weren't sort of shell suits and bum bags and things. I just want to make that which clear. Which actually in 59 bum, would have been... Bum bags are back. Are they back? Do you know, and, and the, the, you have to, now the fashion is to wear them across your chest. Oh, for fuck's it's sake. It's ridiculous. Right, okay. I'm not happy about it. Like no. Chewbacca would. Yeah. Exactly like Chewbacca would. Yeah. Yeah, Chewbacca bum bags. Right. But what would he put in there? That's the question. Space bullets. <laughs> he doesn't need them. His bowcaster, you know, it's lasers, isn't it? I always assumed his uh, bandolier thing was like a Mexican. Yeah, I always thought it had space bullets on it. Right. Yeah, but what it actually is it? turned out it was full of Star Wars figures because I had one when I was little. Oh, right. You that could put what Star Wars figures How in. meta. Yeah. It's not for show, is it? I mean, he's not wearing anything else. He's got the bow for show. <laughs> bow for show. For show. It's just, a, it's just a strap for his bow, isn't it? Fancy straps. Bit very fancy though. Oh, it's got a handbag attached to it though, hasn't it? Has it? It's got a purse. Oh right. He's got an Indiana Jones style purse. And the rest is all just pez. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so they found they found five of them. Um the bodies of the last four it took months for them to find mm -hmm. because they eventually found them um 
at the bottom of a ravine under four meters of snow oh. a further 75 meters into the fog okay. into the woods so they'd made it the furthest um and they'd apparently taken clothes off dead bodies to keep warm because they weren't wearing all of their own stuff so it might explain why some of them were poorly dressed but also yeah the assumption is that they've left in quite a hurry from their tents. Yes. now it was concluded that they all died of hypothermia after, and this is a quote, compelling natural force. Ooh. Which is basically, I think, official language for, I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, and it made them abandon their camp in a hurry. But further investigation changed the authorities' minds. So the tent was found to have been ripped open from the inside. Oh. Three of the four f- hikers found in the ravine had received fatal injuries. Um, one had a fractured skull, two more had fractured chests, and the force required to make those injuries was equivalent to that of being hit by a car. <gasps> so more than a human being could do to another they human being. They were hit being. by a car. They were hit <laughs> by <laughs> cars. That is, that is the conclusion <laughs> in the Urals. But, there was, but they still died of hypothermia. No. Oh, they, these, these ones died of... Right, okay, okay. Three of them died by being hit by something. Okay. The fourth in the ravine hadn't been hit by something, had died of hypothermia, but she was missing her eyes and tongue. Uh, mm. the, that's the best bits. Yeah. <laughs> They're the tastiest bits. Right, that's it. Did she it. eat her own eyes and tongue? Just to keep warm. Yeah. I mean, it's a hell of a move. <laughs> <laughs> It's very tricky to eat your own tongue. She had gloves on as well. Oh, so, yeah, no, so that that's that they found them all. Uh, but nobody knows what happened to them. Journalists at the time, so in conclusion, reported the details from the inquest that six of the group members died of hypothermia and three of fatal injuries. Mm-hmm. There were no indications of other people nearby on Dead Mountain, apart from the nine travellers. The tent had been ripped open from within. The victims had died six to eight hours after their last meal. Don't know why that's relevant. I think it's like sometimes when you uh, when you do an autopsy, you just give overall information. Right, the scientist to, goes, just to look, pa- I've had to out. open all of their guts up, so you're getting this yeah. information. We don't know what happened to them, but I can tell you he loves sausages. Right. <laughs> um, traces from the camp showed that all group members left the campsite of their own accord on foot. Mm-hmm. The fatal injuries of the three bodies could not have been caused by another human being because the force of the blows had been too strong and no soft tissue had been damaged. So no slasher, only bangies, as police say. (laughs) That is my Tinder profile name. (laughs) Bangies. (laughs) The release documents contain no information about the condition of the skier's internal organs uh, and there were no survivors of the incident. So uh, that is what happened... Years later, we did get some extra information that uh, makes things even stranger. Oh. 12-year-old Yuri Kuntsevich, uh, who later became the head of the Dyutlov Foundation that kept the case open and kept trying to investigate it. Good for him. When he was 12, attended five of the hikers' funerals, and he recalled that their skin had a deep brown tan. Oh, that's nice. But people have since said maybe that's because they were in the snow for days. Mm before they Mm. were found and another group of hikers about 31 miles south reported that they saw strange orange spheres in the sky to the north on the night of the incident similar spheres were observed in adjacent areas continually during the period 
um, from February to March of that year by various independent witnesses, including the Meteorology Service and the military. Um, however, these sightings were not noted in the initial investigation, and these various independent witnesses only came forward years later. Um, I mean, as soon as someone starts to say they've seen spheres, you know they're talking bullshit. Yes. Yeah, I mean, spheres is basically shorthand for, for total bullshit. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, but the former police uh, chief, Lev Ivanov, who led the official inquest, revealed in 1990, quite a lot yeah. later, mm. that the investigation team had no rational explanation for what happened. And he also stated that after his team reported they had seen flying spears, uh, he then received direct orders from high-ranking regional officers to dismiss the claim. Oh. Ooh. Keep quiet. The area was closed to all outsiders coming in, for three years after the incident, so no one years. could go and have a look. Mm. So that's all the information. Wow. wow. Yeah. A lot to unpack. There's a lot there. Yeah. But basically, nine people went went there, se- seemingly ripped open their own tent from re- within. Mm-hmm. Probably the zip was stuck. Mm-hmm. That can happen. That it's so annoying. When you need a wee, it's really right. It's really annoying to have desperate. to destroy yeah, your only yeah. tent to just to get you out for a wee. Thought, oh, what have I done? So it was a nine-person tent. Nine-person tent. So it's quite big. It's quite a big tent. Quite a big tent. That took ages to put up. Yeah, it probably did. <laughs> it's probably made of that old-fashioned tent stuff that's quite Canvas. hard to... Canvas. Canvas. Yeah. With metal poles, and that would be a real pain to mm. put up. Yeah. Trying to bang guide ropes in as well in the snow. That would have been a I mean, nightmare. personally, yes. I wouldn't have taken my warm coat off no. uh, to go to sleep in the Urals. Personally, no. I wouldn't have gone. No, no, fair enough. I wouldn't, yeah, I'd have stayed at home. You're, but you're no ski hiker. You're famous for being no ski hiker. <laughs> That's what they call me. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Do you know if the past had ever been done, like, had anyone else 
was it frequented or was it were they like we're going to do this for the first time? Um, I assume it's it's for the first okay. time, but no, nobody. The report I've read doesn't. There's a lot of cars go up there. Though. Low, it's a really busy <laughs> road. Bulldozers. That's the only thing. The upper <laughs> pass is a really busy road. Um, so th- some theories. Yeah. Yes. So, oh yeah. Um, many people have suggested uh, an avalanche that was either imminent or happened could have panicked them out of their tents mm-hmm. or buried them so they had to rip their way out of uh, the tent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they got separated in the dark uh, and couldn't find their way back to the tent. Now, so they made their way to the woods for shelter and then some of them went, screw this, it's too cold, mm-hmm. I need to get back to the tent to get my shoes. Mm. And they never found it in the dark again. Now, there's no physical evidence of an avalanche um, avalanches have never happened in that area <laughs> um, and the hikers were so experienced that they wouldn't have camped anywhere there was yeah. even going to be an avalanche yeah. also the bodies weren't covered in snow but snow is like it's uh, murder mystery uh, murder mystery's favourite thing isn't yeah because it? it melts it melts and then piles up again and melts and piles oh yeah that's the best weapon isn't it an, ice, an icicle that's right an yeah. avalanche an, an avalanche because <laughs> it will melt at given time best locked room murder is to just cause an avalanche in somebody's scullery yeah and no one can tell what's yeah. happened that would be a rubbish the Argo will melt it all <laughs> a rubbish game of Cluedo yeah it? In a scullery with an avalanche with an avalanche <laughs> it was Colonel Mustard <laughs> He caused the avalanche with his blunderbuss in the mountains. <laughs> he was probably hunting, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, are there any other theories? Oh, there's loads. Okay. Oh. So, another one was they were attacked by the local Manzi tribesmen. Now, the Manzi are the, the people who named the mountain Dead Mountain. Oh. Um, but the Manzi were known as uh, a peaceful people. They'd never attacked anybody. And there's no evidence of other people there. Yeah. As we said, there were nine sets of footprints. Mm. The nine sets of p- footprints also kind of puts the kibosh on the, the avalanche theory as well. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, so and w- yeah. And the injuries were too severe to be caused by people. And So I think that was sort of xenophobic escape. What yeah. if there were nine Manzi tribesmen chasing these people and each one of them were hopping? <laughs> what that if... Was, uh, everyone was everyone hopping. Everyone was hopping. What if the tribesmen... so cold. So... Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Well, the tribesmen jumped on their backs and piggybacked That's, as yeah, they attacked that them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if they were really small tribesmen who rode them, on, like you say, like a horse? Yeah. But on sitting on their shoulders like Master Blaster in Mad Max. Could be it. Master Blaster runs Dead Mountain. Well, so yeah, he does. <laughs> so we okay. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't put uh, say it wasn't the uh, the tribes people. Is that no, what you're saying? I'm, I'm saying. Okay, that. that's your favourite so far. I mean, this is my next one. Mm-hmm. Is one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, the elephant in the room, it was yetis. Mm. Oh, yes. um, because the hikers suddenly fled because of a yeti attack. And as we all know, yeti punches have the force of a car. Pretty strong. Like, we all know that. Yeah, right? I, I yeti, I've done yeti that, punches you. I've done that level in Streets of Rage yeah. where a yeti it's <laughs> one punch the car gets destroyed. Yeah, it's got a lot of knockback damage oh. if a yeti hits you. Are you talking? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, so, some of them just ran screaming into the night in whatever state of yep. dress they were in. Shouting, Yeti! Yetis! Bloody Yetis! Yeah. <laughs> and four of them got got by the Yeti uh, and dragged to its uh, ravine larder mm. where where they were kept for later. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, this is obviously... Chilled. Chilled, yeah, chilled. Because a, a Yeti, you know, it can eat a whole person, but not yeah. four at a time. This was before Netflix, so they just chilled. That's right. <laughs> now, the only thing 
that counts against this theory for me mm. is that a yeti <laughs> wouldn't just eat the eyes and tongue of a person. That's not a yeti's style. No, and maybe they're not real. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, was there any any legend any local legends of yetis in the area? Yeah, I mean everyone's got a local legend okay, of a big sure, monster sure, that sure. kills people. Yeah. yeah, um, it's so that you know that makes it more plausible. Really. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a mountainous, snowy region. And it's that's quite far There's from Nepal, be to be honest. <laughs> it's pretty far from Nepal. It might have been a really bad yeti on the run and had gone down oh. to the, the, was it the Eager region? The, uh, oh right, yeah. What they call the Uri region? The Urals. The Urals. Urals. I don't know Uri why I said region. Uh, he's so, gone down there. Well, he's been backpacking, going to Starbucks. Yes. All the way from Nepal. He's been interrailing. He's to the Urals. He's interrailing. Yeah. The Orient Express. Yo, you could yeah. catch the Orient Express to on the, the Urals. Roof. Yeah. Just lying on the roof. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They wouldn't let a yeti in. That's what ridiculous. What if it was the honey monster who people thought was the yeti? <laughs> be, he was God. covered in snow, so he looked white he instead of orange. He scares me. Yeah. He scares everybody. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that sugar puffs are now called honey monster? Oh. That's what? I was really Why? disturbed. My, my wife bought my children a box of sugar puffs. Right. And when I was helping them get their breakfast, I noticed it is now just called honey monster. It's probably... So you don't think about how much sugar's in there? No, because yeah. this is this is a common misconception. Sugar Puffs is the scientist, <laughs> not the monster. You're right. Of yeah. And the honey monster is the monster. That's right. The honey Henry monster. McGee was the scientist. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, so yetis yeti. is my number one okay. favorite man. All right. Um, okay. Attacked by wild animals that aren't yetis. Yeah. As if. Um, no wild animals got that much strength. But there's no there's no bite marks, no animal tracks. They were punched there's by no cars. Scratches. Like, there's no and they they rip their own tent open so yep like there's yeah now here's an interesting one mm. it was posited in 2013 by Donny Iker oh oh well I believe of, it uh, of the the book Dead Mountain mm. that um, the wind swirling around a nearby mountain mm. um, caused an infrasound effect known as a Carmen Vortex Street oh. And this this uh, creates that's a Bruce Springsteen album. Isn't it? <laughs> that's right, it is. So that was being played by nature, right? By Lovely. basically swirling around a mi- uh, mountain like a, a vinyl record, <laughs> and it was like a spooky sound. It's spooky sound, but apparently, um, a Carmen Vortex Street can call, induce panic attacks in humans oh. if it's the right frequency. And so, Donny Iker thinks maybe they all had the, a panic attack induced, so they had to escape. And only once they reached the woods did it subside because the the sound was dissipated by the trees. Yeah. And but now they're lost and they're naked in the snow and yeah. they're screwed. Like it doesn't explain why three of them were punched to death by yetis. Yeah, no, no that must that must have been two theories coming together right. at once. There. So th- four of them got got by yetis after the uh, after the Bruce Springsteen album scared them all well, the out yeti the probably tent. came to see if Bruce Springsteen was there and got would. surprised by these two people and just I mean, out of shock you live in the wilderness in the Urals that is a rare opportunity yeah. to see mm. the E Street Band isn't it I mean Briscus never comes to no and if you're wandering in the dark and two men jump out you would just beat them to death yeah with, you'd punch one in the skull two in the chest yeah and then just immediately eat the tongue and eyes of the fourth <laughs> one um so, yes, I think Donny Iker is clutching at straws. Yeah. I wouldn't trust the theories of anyone called Donny no. as well. I no, think. And not someone whose name sounds a lot like David Icke as well. Mm. You think it's just David Icke's pseudonym, Donny Iker? It's him, um, it's him trying to rebrand. And who's the author of this theory? D. Icke. 
Um, another theory. There's yeah. a lot, you see, people, yeah. because no one can explain it. Paradoxical undressing is another theory. Sounds uh, sexy. That it yeah. does sound quite Jason. sexy. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> um, I mean, when I, I, I don't think it's quite accurate. If you undress and it is a paradox, you are both dressed and undressed at the you same time. You should only mean a pair of ducks. A pair of ducks undressing. <laughs> nearby, terrified them into ripping their tent open. Um, the, the idea is they, it got so cold that even in their tent, they all started to experience the symptoms of hypothermia, mm. which can make you feel like you're incredibly hot yeah. rather mm. than cold. So they actually, in their uh, enfeebled state, were taking clothes off and getting out of their tent because they felt like they were boiling in their skin. And that just did for them. Again, no Yeti punches in that thing. No. Yeah, it would explain a bit of it, but not all of it. Yeah. So I'm, we're on to the last theory, and this is my favourite one. Okay. okay. Um, Soviet military cover-up. Oh, oh. Yeah, like it's area, the words we all want to hear. Area yeah. 51 kind of thing. Now, I know I said these orange orbs were bullshit. Oh. But I think they might not have been bullshit. Oh, you pulled the switcheroo. Leading us down done. the garden path. I oh. have. I've structured my, uh, my entire episode. It's like you've actually bothered trying. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I'd have done that. Um, now... The Soviets were actually documented to have been, around this time, uh, testing prototype parachute mines in the Urals. Right. Now, a parachute mine is an explosive device dropped from a plane, uh, which could explain the the orbs seen falling Mm -hmm. from the sky, um, that detonate before they hit the ground, presumably with some kind of altometer in them, in order to maximise the concussive damage done uh, running against the floor, it's uh, you know from above, right. explosion from above, basically. Mm. And they all got little parachutes. Little parachutes Aww. are cute. Lovely. Little DB Cooper, <laughs> exploding all over the place. Lovely. I wish I'd have known that on my one. I would have a theory about that. <laughs> so, I would love, by the way, side note, if it turns out all of these mysteries by the end of the series are the same mystery. <laughs> it's Whoa, the, it's same the Soviets, guy. yeah, the Soviets did it. So. So, so the theory goes, because hikers saw them uh, falling from the sky, the, uh, the military saw them falling from the sky, and as we say from the, uh, the head of the inquest who reported it in 1990 afterwards, um, woken by loud explosions all around them from a, a new cluster of parachute yep. mines, they tore their way out of the tent and, because the zip was a bit sticky, yep. and mm. there's nine of them in a tent, they've got to get out, yeah. and ran for the trees as fast as they could, got lost Mm -hmm. and started to succumb to hypothermia. Um, It's possible three of them did get hit by the concussion of a parachute mine, which caused the injuries. Mm. Um, And because those, the four in the ravine were found months later after the military who were themselves investigating the joined in the rescue operation Mm. found them buried under four metres of snow in the bottom of a ravine. Rather convenient, isn't it? Now, this is my favourite of all the theories, but I want to add my own twist to this, that because the injuries resembled a car car crash, it's because they were all in car crashes. (laughs) (laughs) Now, no, let let me get... Oh, no, okay, right, yes. All right. So, I think an overhead explosive device would still burn you rather than just 
make it look like you've been punched by a yeti. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't believe parachute mines at the injuries from sustained by them resemble yeti punches. Right. You know, we yeti punches are very distinct. Very distinct. Things. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they couldn't have a load of charred and burnt ski hikers found. So they had to replace them with other corpses. Oh. So that people stopped looking. So they buried under four meters of snow people who had been killed in car crashes recently. Oh. So the three people had been uh, been in car crashes, yeah. and the fourth one, because there'd only been three car crash, crash victims nearby oh, okay. that month, was a, a woman who was found in a, a flat weeks after having died, and her tongue and eyes had been eaten by rats. Oh, Ooh. that's what? my theory. Ah. So they disappeared. The four corpses that showed that they had been using parachute mines and killed their own students. Wow. Wow, that's good. That's what I'm. That's my theory. I like it. Okay. Have you got any theories? Um. Well, less theories, more questions. Yeah. Um. The hypothermia for me makes sense to a point because when I first heard about this, I was like, yes, yeah, probably hypothermia. But then you think, well, why were they in different stages of undress? Like, why did some of them have their boots? They've on? clearly escaped their tent in a panic. I yes. think that's undeniable. Mm-hmm. And yes, hypothermia did for uh, six of them. Yes. So it's what happened to the other three yes. that caused the oh, fatal sorry, yes. injuries. Yes. And why did they escape their tent in a panic? And also, um, with the tongue and the eyes, that's that could easily be explained by wild animals but then you think well why did they only why one why one mm. why only one why did they stop at one was there any animal scratches on her patriarchy patriarchy and why mm. were they were in a ravine in the woods yes and they were buried under four meters of snow yes whereas the others only had a light dusting of snow and the footprints were all still there so it hadn't been snowing heavily so did they die at different times how did they end up under four meters of snow i mean they were found months later so that could explain it but I mean, that's a lot of snow in the woods. Yes. And uh, there's a lot of, just a lot of questions. And again, like animal attacks wouldn't, even if a bear got them, it wouldn't, it would still leave, scratch it. It would leave. Not, not Yeti punches. Not, no. not Yeti punches. No, no. You're leaning towards Yetis. I, I have absolutely no idea what I'm leaning towards. Right. It's very... What's wrong with my Soviet military cover-up? Sorry, yes. Well, I mean, that sounds good to a point, but then I would ask, why didn't they just prevent them going there in the first place? Why didn't they say, this this area's closed off, we are doing stuff here. You guys know us, we're, we're quite a shady I'm, government, so... I mean, yeah, maybe they just assume nobody would want to go That's to Dead Mountain. also true. <laughs> which is a fair assumption, yes. I would say. Castle Grayskull was closed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've yeah, got two the Phantom theories. Zone yeah. that they'd done last year. I've got two theories. Okay. One, mm. it was a Blair Witch. Mm. A Blair, right. Quite far not, from Blair. Not the yeah. Blair Witch. Not the Blair, a, a Blair, Blair, Blair Witch. Yes. yes. So it was one of them yes. that scared everybody. They love to get hikers, don't they? They do. Yeah. Mm. And um, yeah, and, and, and then the Yeti was so scared when he came along that he hit two of them. Three of them. Three of them. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, my other theory, yes. which I think is the actual truth, right? Oh. Is, you know, in Street Fighter Two. Yeah, I do. Is yeah. It you know, truth? There's different locations you fight in Street Fighter Two. There are 2. all there's over like, the world. A, all over the world. This is a level from Street Fighter Two. Diotlov uh, Pass. Diotlov Pass. And three of them were Haiduku, whoever it's called. Hai- by uh, Ken. Yeah, by Ken. Hayuken or Shirayakun. Either. Okay. Or, um, and and they they were they lost. And the rest were so scared they ran off because they didn't want to fight because the next one was um, the one with the spiky hair. Um, 
Oh, Blanca. Yeah, Blanca. The electric one from Brazil. Yeah. Okay. He was next. I mean, so he'd be in his pants. He'd be in real trouble in the be, snow. Well, he glowed, didn't he? He he, he could electric electrify his entire so body. He probably kept himself. He was warm. a mutant. And maybe the bonus level was yeah. a Yeti. The Yeti, yeah. Yeah. So they three of them got. Yeah. And did that sort of staggering fallback yeah. thing. And then and the rest just ran off and got hypothermia. Or it could have been Immortal Combat. Okay. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah. Where the uh, the the fatality or totality or yeah. babality or whatever it whatever was, it was yeah. is to eat their eyes and tongue. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Sub Zero did it. So they they were having a they were having a sort of illicit uh, fighting tournament. Fighting tournament. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Scorpion wins. <laughs> <laughs> Why were they doing it uh, in a state of undress? Like, I don't remember any of the Mortal Kombat characters having only one shoe on. But I haven't seen many Mortal Kombat characters in snow gear. No, that's true. That's Apart from true. Sub-Zero would be fine, I assume. He's just wearing a ninja costume. I mean, all of them get frozen and can still carry on kicking that's moments true. later. So. Right. <laughs> it's just these were ill-prepared. Yeah. They weren't actual fighters. No. They just were in the wrong place. They were the ski hikers. Time. Yeah. And students. Wrong I'm, place, wrong time. Igor was an engineer. Also, I must point out, sorry, That's the right. tenth man. Yes, he's Yuri. A, he's a suspect. Yeah. You think he, he, he followed them? Or he was a shady Russian undercover government agent. Oh. So what? So talk me through he's it. What saying, did he do? He said to the guys, look, you know, because he's in the Polytechnic, so he's pretty cool, probably That's smokes right. dope. You know? Yeah. I mean, they're all in the Polytechnic. Says the F word every now and then. Yeah. You know. But he doesn't then, do his washing. Bet he doesn't do his washing. Yeah. And he says, guys, I know you're thinking of going camping at the weekend in Moscow. Right. Right. But what about going to Dead Man's Mountain this yeah. weekend? Yeah, that sounds great. And then on the phone to the government, they're going, so you can try that experiment right. with Yetis. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then, oh, guys, my rheumatism's playing up. I can't come. So you're saying that he's uh, the old guy in Dog Soldiers. Yes. Who it's military experiments and he's yeah. lured them in as, as prey for exactly their Exactly that. Right, yeah. But instead of werewolves, it's tiny little mines on parachutes. Aww. Or a yeti. Or a yeti or on a parachute. A, yeti a government parachute. yeti. Yeti parachutes. They've reincarnated Stalin and put him in the body of a yeti. Good. Yes, that makes a lot of I'd sense. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. He'd be furious. <laughs> um, I want to go back to this boy. Who went to their funerals? Did he the twelve-year-old boy. Yes, was this because mm. he was a local? Uh, it, it, history was, does not relate. Right. I assume because he was local to the Urals um, Polytechnic Institute, okay. and so he ended up attending. You know, because it's local community. It's quite. Sure, it'll be sure. quite a small town in the yeah. Urals, I imagine. Big, a small town, big story. Yeah, to... but when he grew up, he he founded an institute to keep the case open and, and try and sort it, and a... failed. I think yeah, he failed. He, failed. he yeah. must have a theory. What was his? He he kept looking for the truth. Okay, you know, so that's he's, all. he's not. He, no, he's not behind any specific. I think he was probably if he, people like that are usually fueled by uh, government cover-up conspiracies, mm, yes. aren't, aren't yes. they? Especially if you live in Soviet Russia, because they they will cover up anything whether they are complicit in it or not. Like yes. that was just the culture of the time. Is like you say nothing. <laughs> I mean, you could say with four feet of snow, this is a literal cover-up. Mm. If you, you could, yeah. you could, yeah. you could. But how did they find four guys in a ravine under four meters of snow using a helicopter? Come on! What? Dogs. Did they have Dogs. a cruel rope ladder that they came down on? And... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
Here's another question. Yes. Has anything like this happened anywhere else in the world? I mean... Uh, Not as far no, as we know. The, your, the, my, the, um, my research is, is laser sharp and specific rather than <laughs> wide and, and broad. You could say the Alive guys kind of had this. Yes. They ate each other. That's right. Like in that film Deep Throat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right, that's made about the incident, albeit as an allegory. That was on top of the hill, the mountain. It was. Um, and also I think that was... I don't think they wanted to be there any more than the the government wanted to be there them to be there. So it wasn't. And they were Argentinian as well. They were. So they were probably Nazis. They, well, the thing I was thinking of was um in a lot of uh, UFO cases in America, mm. um or Area Fifty One stuff, government stuff, they often find local livestock with organs and or tongues and eyes missing. Oh, interesting. And there's a theory. A link. Ding yes, dong chimes. There's a theory that the government that. do this to freak people out so they won't explore things. And also there's a theory that, that it's elef- that, alien experiments. That goes with my theory. Yeah. Like they, they replaced three that made sense, mm-hmm. which just corpses they found from car crashes, yeah. and one to freak people out so yes. they don't bother going themselves to have a look. Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm all I'm all for this. I'm, I think we've cracked it. I'm just saying if there's some kind of international government handbook on how to freak out the public. It's take out the eyes and tongue. <laughs> I think the Russians and the Americans have, have read it. They wrote it. They wrote it. Well, look, this they were still, you know, they, the Cold War was, was in effect. Mm. They were enemies. It was freezing at this they'd point. They'd recently been allies, so they probably shared that handbook yes. mm. uh, the in the Second World yeah, War. Yeah. Old um, Eisenhower probably yeah. wrote it with Stalin. And they just sat together, um, you know, one of them reading over the other's shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lovely. That'd be a lovely painting. The guy who does the Trump paintings would do a lovely picture oh. of that. Really would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him pointing at the page, like going, oh, that's good. People who haven't really read something point at things. Have you noticed yeah. that? Yeah. You know, it's we don't do it in real life. We don't point at things we're looking at. No. You uh, always know it. somebody's. Uh, <laughs> That's a I, very I do good it if point. I'm acting in the background of a scene. Yeah. Mm. But, it, but not in real. <laughs> really good extra work. Yeah. Oh, there it is. You would point at a dead body, though. You would point. You'd at be a like, dead body. "Shit, look at that!" Don't step in that. Yeah. I I went to see some uh, some lizards yesterday. <laughs> right. And what uh, did they want? <laughs> Is this the Illuminati again? It, it was the Manchester Museum, and they've got a live animal section with lots of reptiles. Right. And so I was pointing a lot because you know you see them very yeah. gradually. Yes. Like, that oh, makes there's, sense. oh, there's another. Oh, there's another one. So that was a lot of genuine pointing. Yes. It's like when you watch a royal wedding on television. There's another lizard. <laughs> there's another one. Did I anyone d- see the picture of Meghan holding a chameleon? I yeah. did. That was funny. Yeah. Someone said she gave birth early. Yeah. Yes. Hey. Not nice. It's no. not nice. Is that it? is it's not a slur a on the royal family more than her. Y- yes. The implication is that they're lizard people. For another episode. Yeah, for another episode. I mean, that's got to be. So, what what are we thinking? What's our gut on this? I don't think I've got a gut on this. I think I'm very confused. There's so many different elements. There's so many different mysteries from different bits of yes. the whole thing. Mm. That I, I th- I'm I'm Soviet military cover up. Yes, for, I'm going with that as well. For that they've their parachute mines, which they, it's such a shame because I've not heard about them. Now they've prototyped it successfully using these parachute mines in any. Uh, they probably found that they gave people yeti punches, <laughs> so they stopped using. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is it Sherlock Holmes who once said, "Once you eliminate everything that's amazing, it's always quite boring." That's what yeah. he said. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What no, if, I think it's the whatever opposite, it is. It? However is it? boring, must be the truth. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 
I thought it was the opposite. I thought it was whatever was... Once you've eliminated the boring, whatever gross. remains, however ridiculous, is really fun. Yeah. That's what he said. I think that's what he and said. And he said you have a box, and when you empty the box, you have to replace it. Yes. Yeah, something like you've that. got to replace the box. Get a new box, Watson, for God's sake, he, he, he said. worked at home base, I think. I'm going to go home with... Space. <laughs> um, my, home I didn't work out until I was well into my 20s yeah. that my grandfather... Um, uh, on the Scottish side of my family Woo-hoo. was uh, called Dr. John Watson. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And where was he in 1888? He was uh, probably uh, swimming around in a man's balls. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I was going to say, are you pinning the river murder? No, I, was, I, I, I just went to the 1880s, uh, but it came up very specific. It so. did. Yeah. Swimming in a man's balls. <laughs> what a lovely image. He wasn't a sperm, he was just swimming in a man's balls. Just love doing a grown this. man. <laughs> you know, he misspent you. Lovely. We've all been we, we have actually all been there. We have all been there. I'm yeah. gonna say it was I'm gonna say it was the government, but I'm gonna say it was them using a secret supernatural force that they'd been trying to weaponize. Well, so you're, what you're, you're saying. Um, a, su- a supernatural force. Yeah, like the like the like the way the Nazis were trying to use the Ark of the so Covenant. So I think you're leaning on the infrasound <laughs> In theory. I guess but so. Through but ghosts. More, more man- yes, more magical than the E Street Band. <laughs> yeah. More magical than the E Street Band. How dare you? <laughs> no such a thing. You mean kind it of wasn't like a, the boss? You mean right. Kind of like psychological warfare. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. You guys have you guys read that creepy pasta? What's it called? The the sound experiment or whatever. No. Well, I can't remember enough of it to explain it. So hey. brilliant. Never. Oh, the sleep experiment. Oh, right, yes. Do you know that one? Uh, no, but is this sort of CIA bullshit? Yes, but, but sort of Stranger Things. But right. It, but in this case, it was the Russians. Right, because this is the time of, like, uh, espionage services doing really freaky experiments yes. on their own people, Yes, and, and we do know that they did do all these experiments. Not They didn't work. It's not an LSD one, is it? No, but they did all the sort of ESPN stuff, right. which did, it, it didn't work. But yeah. they did it. Always you know. with big ears, that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. Well, they they hired basically they hired a load of psychics and said, "Can you, can you tell us what the Americans are doing?" And the psychics pretended they could, and then they realised it probably wasn't real. If only we'd have known about psychics pretending. <laughs> now, why didn't they share their findings with us? Well, I'm just uh, just these ones specifically. I don't know about the rest. Yeah, of them. you're right. I'm sure the rest of them are very. Definitely Genuine psychics <laughs> must get so annoyed with the number of fraud psychics I mean, there Derek are around. Derek literally gets annoyed. That's he really thing. does. Yeah. That is his when he's thing. a ghost, they're always angry ghosts because they have to talk to Derek Akora. <laughs> I mean, I would be. I'd be livid. Yeah. Imagine how angry they're going to be when he's an actual ghost. Also, oh. I think if you're being an angry ghost, people are less likely to go, that's bullshit, Derek, because they just don't want an angry ghost to attack mm. them. They don't. That's true. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. So We're all kind of agreeing, aren't we? It's all Russian. It's all Russian, but I'm going... Uh, parachute mine cover up and that the three people were not the hikers who set out oh yeah uh, on that hike they were replaced I'm going to agree with that oh, really yeah. you think it's ghosts Twist. I think it's a psychological warfare thing okay going on. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. and it worked well it did yeah. they freaked out and I bet you out. I bet I'll put ten pence on it now I oh. bet there's other incidents like this that aren't as snowy and right. mysterious. Yes. I bet there's other things like this have happened, but no one really talks about mm. them. Right. Because it's probably easily explained in a boring fashion. Right. Well, there's now a, a memorial to the, uh, the nine nice. the nine hikers. Um, Yori survived <laughs> until uh, 2013. Oh. Yeah, he, he lived a, a did decent he, did life. Did he have any thoughts on it? 
Oh, people interviewed him about it all the time, but he mostly had to just say, that's ridiculous. Igor was a really good hiking leader. He wouldn't have done that. Mm. Uh, that's mostly what he said. It must be quite annoying to say that for about 50 years. Yeah. I often think that, that when you've sort of, if one event uh, defines, your, defines life. your life and you do it in your 20s, mm. like how bored like Buzz Aldrin must be about yeah. talking about the moon by the man who kicked a terrorist in the balls at Edinburgh. Oh, That's he right. loves yeah. talking about that. I'm yeah. sure yeah, he he's does. never going to get He sick kicked of that. a terrorist in the balls who was already on, on fire. fire. <laughs> yeah. He's literally adding insult to injury. Sure. <laughs> it's very much a go hard or go home place yeah. in Glasgow. Yeah. Didn't they buy him loads of drinks for ages? Yeah, oh, so, yeah. yeah he still gets drinks. Smeaton. Smeeto. Smeeto. Well, it was a shout out to him. <laughs> well done John for Smeaton. Well done for that. Well done for doing your bit. <laughs> Kicking a man in the balls while he was on fire. I hope his shoe didn't go on fire. Yeah, that would be terrible. The one casualty of those terrorists. <laughs> oh, burnt foot. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. Well, I think What's no one that? can argue. We put that one We've to bed. We've solved yeah. that one. Brilliant. You're well, welcome, Russia. Yeah. Just don't listen. We know you're listening. They probably are. If you want to follow any of us on Twitter, I'm at Mr. Ken Shabby. Eleanor is Eleanor Morton and David is Mr. David Reed. Podcast is at RatherPod to follow that. And all like ra- all rather pod. Did I say at RatherPod? Ra- it is at all rather pod. For fuck's sake. It's at all rather pod, thank you. <laughs> uh, so follow, like, subscribe and dig in because there's more to come. Mm. Goodbye. Goodbye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.